Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Ahmad Akhtar. China's central bank cut the borrowing cost of its medium-term policy loans for the first time in 10 months last Thursday, in line with expectations, as Beijing ramps up stimulus measures to shore up a shaky economic recovery. The move came just days after it lowered two key short-term policy rates, a sign that authorities are increasingly concerned about the economy's fragility despite the dismantling of tough COVID measures in December. So what are the implications of these two measures on both Chinese and global markets? Well, joining me on the line to dissect this further is David Finity, FX and rate strategist at Bloomberg. David, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. David, let's start off with the first move the People's Bank of China made, which was to lower the seven-day reverse repurchase rate by 10 basis points to 1.9%. Now, this marked the first reduction in the rate since August 2022. Were you surprised by this move? Yes, I was. It sort of caught me, myself, and the market's off guard, we were everyone was a bit more focused on the one year medium term lending facility rate. So, mm. when the seven year got cut, that wasn't people weren't really thinking about that, and um, wasn't their focus. So, when it was cut, it definitely surprised markets um, and caught it off guard. And certainly was a prelude for what's going to happen later on that year. Sorry, that week. Obviously, what was interesting was it got cut. The central bank said it got cut for ample liquidity reasons. And if you look later that day, money supply data came out, and it did come out quite disappointing. Mm. So it looks like the, the PBOC was a bit ahead of the curve there, knowing that data, and wanted to act before it to say, look, we will install the liquidity into the system, so you know, don't as such worry about that. Mm. The PBOC then reduced the rate on 237 billion Chinese yuan, or about 33 billion US dollars, of one-year medium-term lending facility loans to some financial institutions by 10 basis points from 2.75% to 2.65%. What did you make of this move? Yeah, this again, came, once they did the seven-day reverse repo, I think markets generally expected this medium-term lending facility cut to happen, therefore. It really cemented the idea that they were going to do this and take these permit and measures of easing to support the economy. So mm. I think going into it, the market was like it's a bit more 50-50, or will they, will they, or won't they? But after the seven-day reverse repo cut, I think the market said, look, the POC is staying, laying out its hand. It's going to cut rates to support the economy. So this cut became a lot more expected. And as I said, it's more the monetary side of the equation to support the economy because the data that's been coming out has been rather disappointing. Mm, mm. David, what impact have these two moves had on Chinese markets as well as of those around the world? Yeah, certainly. Well, if you look up on the rate side, the rates have been tending lower, Chinese rates, is over the last two months. And certainly the 10-year are following these cuts fell to its lowest in three years. Since that has rebounded slightly, some of that has to do with the ECB, which came out at the end of last week on Thursday mm. and was more hawkish than expected. So that pulled rates globally up with it. But generally, the trend for Chinese rates has been down. Obviously, the sentiment has helped improve or keep 
risk sentiment positive. So you're seeing equity markets go higher. Mm. The interesting thing is when you look at the yuan, the yuan initially did weaken a bit and then it rallied a bit after the Fed and now it's gone a bit weaker again. Right. But what's interesting, if you compare it to the CFETS basket, which is a trade weighted basket, and that has been continually going lower. Mm. So it looks like against the currency basket, the PBRC is saying, look, we don't mind a gradual depreciation to help stimulate the economy. Right. Now, some analysts have pointed out that the PBOC rarely moves the short-term policy rate before the one-year rate. The last time that happened was way back in March 2020. What was the reasoning for doing it this year? Yeah, on this one, I said I think it did catch markets by surprise. But if you look at the time, and it was around the data coming out, so that money supply data in key for the seven-day reverse repo did come a lot worse than expected. And going into the week, the market knew there was other data coming out, retail sales, industrial production, and they were heavily focused on that for signs of a weakening economy. So what would have happened if that money supply data had come out a week ahead of that data, which obviously was due to, then the market would have got very worried, going, okay, this isn't a good sign. So I think the market, the PBOC said, look, I need to be preemptive here to try and calm market jitters down. Mm. There was talk that the US Fed's decision to hold steady on its rates may lessen any impact that the PBOC easing measures have on capital outflows and the UN, which has weakened against the dollar by over 3.5% this year and is actually one of the worst performing Asian currencies. Is that the present reality? Uh, to some degree, said the yuan remains one of the worst performing currencies, only beating the yen and the Malaysian ringgit at the moment. And what you've seen against the dollar, it's been grinding lower towards the 7.2 area. Mm. What happened though last week was, so we had the cuts and then we had the Fed. Now, the, what happened with the Fed reaction, the market was basically broadly selling the dollar. So that benefited the yuan as a result. Mm. So the yuan went from this like 7.19 area down to about 7.12. But again, that really benefited more from just weak, general weak dollar. What you've seen since then is actually pressure coming back on the yuan again, and you know, hence it begins to drift lower again today. So the general trend since a weaker yuan, while it got a little respite, the weaker yuan trade still seems to be in place at the moment. Okay, okay. Speculation is growing that the PBOC may cut interest rates even further this year, while Beijing is considering a broad package of stimulus measures. Uh, Goldman Sachs economists, for instance, forecast a 25 basis point cut to the reserve requirement ratio for lenders, which will free up more money for banks to boost lending. Uh, that's in the third quarter. Would you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I think there's certainly a potential for more cuts, whether it be to the medium-term lending facility or a required reserve ratio cut is definitely another possibility. I think uh, if it happens, it all depends on how this economy reacts. Obviously, if there's talk of a stimulus package, the market see well, how big a stimulus package, what's its impact on the economy. If the economy starts to pick up, then it does raise the question, is there need to further cuts? But again, if the economy sort of stalls and really stays at this bit of a stagnant level, then I think the pressure on the PBOC to raise, to increase monetary stimulus via reserve requirement cuts or uh, more uh, rate cuts would increase. And I agree with Goldman, if that was to happen, it'd be more in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Now, there is another big decision that will be made this week, and that's regarding the loan prime rate, which is scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, can we also expect the central bank to make cuts on that front? Yeah, I think now we certainly can. Based on the rate cuts last week, it's sort of to tie it all in, it would make a logical decision for them to cut the one year and five year by most probably 10 basis points. And that's certainly what the market is looking for. If that didn't happen, I think the market would be quite disappointed. Because, again, it's like this idea of, well, you cut those other rates, 
why did you not cut these rates to help, particularly if you're worried about consumer demand. So if that is one of the worries which they have alluded to, then uh, it would be logical to cut the rates tomorrow. So I and the rest of the markets are looking for about a 10 basis point cut um, tomorrow to both the one-year and the five-year loan prime rate. Okay, okay. Some economists say that while rate cuts may help sentiment in the short term, more actually needs to be done to boost confidence for businesses to invest. So what more needs to be done that they're referring to? I think at this age, it becomes more the fiscal stimulus side is what they're looking for. Obviously, at the moment, we're seeing the monetary side of the equation, which is positive. But that alone is not going to be enough. You can need some fiscal stimulus. And this is what really the market's looking for. There are talks of various plans coming out, trying to support the property market and support con- mm. uh, consumption. But I think we need more details in terms of how big are those plans, when will they be implemented, mm. and again, will they meet markets' expectations. So, you know, we uh, market's certainly looking for more um, stimulus to come from the companies, private investment, you know, any tax breaks from that, or anything to encourage that would be a, certainly a positive. So the market's definitely looking for more of a fiscal stimulus side at the moment to help support the monetary side. Okay, David. Now, before I let you go, uh, is there anything else that investors should be looking forward to in the coming days and weeks? Um, I think certainly this week or in coming weeks, I said the actual details of any China stimulus will be very key. Like what is the size of the package? How, how quickly will it be implemented? Um, that's one thing certainly to look at. Another thing certainly this week, certainly from a yuan perspective, is actually back to the dollar side of the equation. Mm. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, he is what's called his semi-annual Humphrey Hawkins testimony, which he does before Congress. And given that the Fed was quite hawkish last week with its dot plot, it did signal two rate hikes, more than rate hikes this year. The market doesn't believe it. It's really only pricing in one. In fact, hasn't fully priced in one. So you've had to expect Jerome Powell to say, look, we are serious about this. We will do what's mm. needed to tame inflation. If he does that, and then markets start repricing in these rate hikes, then obviously that would be dollar supportive and we're bad for the one. And you see the one encourage it now to weaken towards, towards 7.2. Okay, lots to look forward to indeed. Well, David, thank you so much for your time and your insights today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, David. I've been speaking with David Finity, FX and rate strategist at Bloomberg. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.